Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Jared Nunes. He grew up in Hopkins, Minnesota. He's ascended a coaching career, and it has uh, his stop right now and for some time has been at Baylor University, where last year they were national champions. On this night, he prepared to win a national championship against Gonzaga and uh, Jalen Suggs at the time. Uh, this year, they made another bid down 25 points to North Carolina in the second half. They came back and tied it. The game went to overtime where North Carolina won it. Baylor was on the cusp again. And certainly he understands what we're talking about tonight and beyond. Jared, always good to visit with you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me, Mike. Appreciate it. What is it like on the day that you... Now, I'm going to get into the fact that you played during the COVID era, of course, last year in a minute, but forgetting that, it's still you're playing for a national championship, which you've always thought about. What's it like when you wake up on championship Monday? Um, A bunch of different emotions. Um, A little bit of nerves, a little bit of excitement, uh, a lot of adrenaline, and then just waiting for the game because, you know, obviously the, the game happens later on that evening, so... Just a lot of nerves, a lot of a lot of anxious feelings, and just ready to ready to get the ball tipped up in the air. What, was it a lot different because of COVID and the and, and the lack of fans and therefore fanfare last year, or or do you get locked in enough that you don't see that? How does that feel? Uh, pretty locked in. Um, there actually was a pretty decent amount of people, uh, fans, at uh, the championship game. Obviously, not as many as there will be tonight, but it was still a, a, a good amount of fans. So. Um, but during that time, once the ball is tipped and you're just so focused on, you know, as coaches, what you can do to try to have your guys prepared and the players get locked in as well. So, you know, you hear the fans, but you try not to focus on that. Do, do you think a lot about, hey, this might be my only shot to do this? Does that enter your mind much? Oh, absolutely. I mean, nothing. There's so many great coaches, great teams that, you know, haven't won a championship and, and have maybe only won one championship. So, you know, when you're in that moment, you, you definitely want to take um, full advantage of it and, and seize the opportunity for sure. You were up against a young man named Jalen Suggs, uh, who people, of course, sure got to know pretty well, and he made the shot last year in the NCAA tournament to beat UCLA in the semifinals. You were very familiar with him. Have you recruited him, known him? Uh, you know, you, you know everybody in the basketball world here in Minnesota and beyond, Jared. What, what, was, he, what was he like to prepare for when he was a freshman last year? A lot of headaches, <laughs> a lot of headaches, a lot of late nights. Um, great, great player, um, outstanding young man. Um, very, very difficult um, to scout because he can do so many things. Um, very, very athletic. Great passer. Um, didn't have many weaknesses, so it was it was definitely a challenge uh, to game plan not only for him but for Gonzaga. 
He, I ran into his father the other night at the women's final four. I saw him a couple times last week, Larry, and uh, he was paging Paige Becker's mom to tell her to just enjoy it. <laughs> and of course, uh, Paige had been there before, but having good, they've been through the shot with her, his son. And of course, Jalen and, and Paige are good friends uh, as well, so it was kind of fun to, uh, to see that camaraderie uh, between them. So now you get in the game and you get to that point in the last few minutes where you know it could really happen. What are you thinking on the bench? And I always think this, Jared, as a coach, are you thinking just don't suggest anything or do anything that will screw it up? D- does that enter <laughs> your mind at that point? Uh, you know what? The the one thing that kept entering my mind was this clock isn't moving fast enough. <laughs> um, that was the main thing. You just can't like, believe how slow it seems, huh? Yes, you know, and even though we, you know, we we had a, a a decent lead, you know, we're still looking at the clock. Like, man, I swear it just said five minutes, like five minutes ago. You know yep. what I mean? So you just constantly just want that clock to go down. And then once you know you start getting close to when you know it's over, you just start thinking about you know everything you went through during the year and um, how much your kids put in, how much you know as coaches time we put in, and just that you won the last game of the year, like. I mean, no, nobody really gets to understand that feeling outside of people, you know, win the NIT and the national championship. And so there's usually, you know, two teams that can say they got that feeling. That's a great feeling. Jared Dunas is our guest. Jared, do you reflect, or is that more a player thing when you start thinking about, you know, I know your father, of course, Al very well, was a great player himself. Do do you reflect upon, boy, he brought me to the gym when I was five years old, and I hope I'm paying Pops back a little bit of that. I mean, does that go through your mind? A little bit. I mean, he, uh, you know, he always likes to remind me that uh, he was the the star and the coach in the family. But, but no, I mean, anytime you have a chance to just kind of continue on a uh, family legacy um, and follow behind my dad's footsteps, that's always um, a proud thing for me and a proud thing for him. You ask him though, how he didn't get that central team to the state tournament, okay? No, I, I try to stay away from that. <laughs> it's a famous story that I like to share with Al from time to time. Yeah. So now this year you come back, you got a good team again. And and uh-huh. during the regular season, I was just talking about how it, you don't feel the same intensity or fanfare here in Minnesota for college basketball that you used to. Now part of that is the fact that the Gophers haven't taken us there. They haven't played hardly any big games. So they've won two NCAA tournament games in the last 25 years. You know, Both uh-huh. first-round games, obviously. They got bounced the next one. And that's as far as they've gone. And it's hard to develop generations of basketball fans if you don't go deep into the tournament every three or four years. They haven't. What is it like at Baylor and on the on the campuses in the South and where you play, do you feel like there's a heavy fervor uh, for college basketball? You're not very far removed from some of those one versus two matchups, you know, pre-COVID as well when you were playing Kansas. Uh-huh. Um, so you mean as far yeah, as... Yeah, I mean, just- do, do you feel, are, are they big crowds and do you feel the, 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 is it great atmosphere this year post-COVID for Baylor basketball wherever you go? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, going into... I would say probably every game we had on the road was, you know, I think everybody's kind of Super Bowl. I mean, when you're the defending chance, you know, everybody wants to, to knock you off and, and you usually get their best game. So uh, there was multiple arenas that we played in that was sold out. And, of course, our fans are great. So we played in front of a lot of um, home court sellout arenas. So the excitement of the fans is something that you just can't replace. And, I mean, it just impacts college sports, not only basketball, but all sports, football, baseball, everything. So 
uh, fan participation is, is what makes college so, so great. Okay, now you're one of the few programs that's seen both these teams, Kansas and North Carolina. Uh, let's start with your North Carolina game in the NCAA tournament. You're down 25 points, and I'm watching this, and I can't believe it. I thought, God, North Carolina's really found them. All of a sudden, they're chipping away a little bit, and there, there's another three, and oh, their guy gets thrown out of the game, and you're watching, and you're going... Yeah, I better keep watching this just in case. Just in case Baylor makes a comeback, yeah. and the next thing, you, and all of a sudden, there's an and one, and it's a tie game. Explain what happened to me. Uh, happened in that game, that second half. Well, I think it's just um, you know it's kind of what we've been through all year. It's just a credit to our kids and our staff because this year was difficult for us with um, you know a few injuries to our key players and just the resiliency that we've shown and our guys had a lot of heart and fought and uh, you know it was amazing to to come back um, the emotions in that game were incredible unfortunately I felt like if we could have just you know got over that hump and took the lead yeah. you know, maybe the outcome could have been different but just the fact that our guys kept fighting and that just is a testament to them all year and kind of year we had that was what it felt like it felt like though if Baylor gets the lead it's over and and, and you get everything except get the lead that day. Right. Now, now explain North Carolina to me because they are hot cold like that, and you're not quite sure what you're going to get. Uh, as you as you handicap them the night against Kansas, what do you see? Um, well, obviously, their one through five is as impressive as any team in the tournament. Um, I would say if they have an Achilles here, which I don't know if they do, but I would say their depth. I mean, they don't play um, a whole lot of, of players on the bench, so. Um, if one of those guys, you know, they almost had an unfortunate injury last game, and he was able to come back. But, you know, if they're in foul trouble or, or, you know, God forbid they get an injury, it might be tough for them to overcome that. Uh, but those, that starting five is about as good as you're going to see in college basketball. Now, there's one, you, you went to Hopkins and started there. There's a kid named Kerwin Walton that doesn't get in much right now uh, that, that uh, from Hopkins has played for North Carolina as well. He, he was a great player in high school. Not a good player, a great player off the charts. I've watched him train in the summer. He's unbelievable. Let's just say hypothetically a kid like that, there's an injury, a kid like that has to go in. Now, you know they're super talented, and you know they haven't played for a long time. I'm sure you've had uh-huh. this scenario play out at Baylor for time. How do you try to get a kid comfortable that you ask to do a lot, boom, right now? What, what is there a secret sauce as a coach to try to get that kid? You know he, you know he's really good, talented, but he hasn't played for a long time. Um, there's not really anything that you can do other than, you know, make sure that they stay prepared and them as a player, the person as a player has to make sure he's prepared and ready. Um, and just anytime your number's called to be as prepared as you can be and, and, and take advantage of the opportunity if you get it. And it's a tough situation to be in to, to, to not have played or to not know if you're going to play or to not have a lot of experience or repetition during the year. But you just, the best thing you can do is stay ready for that opportunity. And now here comes Kansas, who you know well as well. They looked really good in the tournament. Give me the scouting report on the Jayhawks and what North Carolina would have to do to negate them. Um, extremely well coached. Uh, Coach Self is one of the best in the country. Um, run a lot of good things offensively. Uh, I think the number one thing you have to do if you're in North Carolina is you have to, you have to eliminate transition points. Uh, you have to get back in transition, and you have to guard the, you have to guard the three-point line. Uh, last game, you know, obviously they show that they can shoot the ball. Uh, they got three or four guys that can really shoot the ball effectively from the three. And I know they haven't been shooting it great in the tournament, uh, but they're capable. They're more than capable. So I would say transition, 
um, and make sure you guard the paint. And the one thing, you know, self does with his guys, they all like to drive and they like to get in the paint. They like to drive right. Um, so I would say you got to load up in the paint and make everything tough for them. What I see when I see Kansas, what I see when I see Baylor is you alluded to it a little bit there is, is the, um, you got to play really hard on defense to be on the floor at Baylor or Kansas, but on offense, you also have to play with great confidence and passion and, and, and be aggressive. And, and I think, this is my guess. You can expound on it. That kids like that. They like to have permission to be aggressive offensively, especially if they're going to work so hard on defense. Is that in part what you try to impart on your players? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, you know, and Coach Novak, uh, one of my coaches at Hopkins, yep. he saw was sure yep. you need to play with the poise and intensity of a championship team at all times. So he would say poise on offense, intensity on defense. And if you can get your guys to, to be aggressive, uh, controlled aggression to where, you know, they're, they're being aggressive, but they're in balance, they're making good decisions, um, that's what you want. You know, you don't want guys out there second-guessing themselves or questioning if, you know, they should take a shot or they should be aggressive because that usually is what um, mistakes happen after that. So if you can get kind of the, the, the balance of the two, that's when you know you have a really good offensive team. Now you get the Brown kid from East Ridge High School in a prep school to come down to Baylor, and and he looks like there's a big upside, huh? Yeah, yeah, he is huge upside. You know, he actually is uh, is entering the he's going to be entering the NBA draft. Yeah. Um. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, he had an and he, he's year. projected to go where? Because it's pretty high, right? Yeah, he's projected to be a mid first round pick. Um. So we're really really excited about it. Uh, he's such a great kid. He worked really hard. And uh, we wish nothing but the best for him. We're going to follow him uh, every step of the way. So uh, just excited, exciting times for him and his family. Now, he's not the first Eastridge kid to end up at Baylor University. Freddie Gillespie did as well. One of the greatest stories in all of basketball. We had him on a couple uh, about a month ago. Uh, From Eastridge, he got hurt there, ended up going to Carleton. Your father... Uh, through the uh, uh, lady that he knew, Freddie's mom said, what, what, "My son's interested in playing Division One basketball. What, what can he do? He's big enough, but he's been hurt." And, and, and he got him a kind of a tryout, really a walk-on opportunity at Baylor because you were there. Uh, and he ended up playing in the NBA, but he also played some huge games for you guys when you were number one in the country and all that went into it uh, when he was a senior in college. What was it like? To, you know, you're talking about Brown, who projected well along Gillespie, who came from nowhere. What was it like to see him watch his dreams come to fruition? I was amazing. You know, I think he's probably. Uh, one of the hardest workers we've ever had at Baylor. Um, just the work ethic and the time he put in at the gym um, to really, you know, develop his craft. And, uh, you know, he kind of started from the bottom. Um, but just his ability to learn, to to work, to ask questions, and uh, just really love uh, doing the dirty work. And I think the, the dirty work has helped him uh, get a chance to have an amazing uh, basketball career so far. And, Hopefully that can continue for him. Jared, always appreciate it, sir. I hope I see you when you come up here, but I'll be sure to let your dad know that I think you're the top coach in the family. <laughs> I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks a lot for having me. You bet. Jared Nunes down there at Baylor where they... 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.